Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's episode of the Overflow Podcast, the itis episode, (laughs) since uh, it has fallen, uh, since it is after Thanksgiving. Um, As always, what's up everybody? My name is Joaquin. And I'm Jake. And this is the Overflow Podcast. You can find us at theoverflowpodcast.com. And so... Uh, our bellies are full of um, good food, or they were. Or it was. Because no no more leftovers are left over. Well, my leftovers were left over in Nashville. Yeah, Junior was, uh, Junior was, I posted something about sriracha and yellow rice or something. Junior puts sriracha on everything. So we made arroz con gandules, because, you know, we make arroz con gandules. Well, Magda right. make the Polish arroz con gandules. Right, 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 right. But Junior puts sriracha on everything. Is that like a new thing? Nah, well, no. He's been putting sriracha on everything <laughs> for a while now. Well, what I'm saying though, it was like because the last, well, maybe, maybe the last few times, but before he didn't do that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He always has a giant bottle of sriracha in his house. Always. Hmm. So how was uh so anyway, so speaking of junior, how was the trip to Nashville? The trip to was great. The trip back, not so much. <laughs> right, because it was Sunday and everyone was coming home. No, but it I'm telling you, man, like it wasn't that. It was it was um car accidents and construction on the twenty four. Because it wasn't it wasn't the entire trip. Right. right. It was like as soon as we got um close to Chattanooga, construction. Like right. a whole bunch of um, the construction vehicles on the side with the arrows, one lane. One, it's like, right. uh, it was horrendous. And then lightning storms, so it's, right. it's through the Smoky Mountains, so people are driving super slow, including this guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, because, you know, rains and going down a mountain. Yeah, not, not, not a good combo, especially when you've got a an 18-wheeler behind you and an 18-wheeler next to you. Not a good look. Especially if we get squashed, but um, then it's a squashy look. But we uh, we had we had we had two Thanksgivings, right? Because all right, so I have to say this because this is the first time that I've experienced this. But there is being Latino my whole life, right? Right. We always have Thanksgiving dinner. Now I know a lot of people call it Thanksgiving dinner. Right. But white people have Thanksgiving dinner at one o'clock in the afternoon. And when it's one o'clock in the afternoon, it's not dinner. That's called lunch. So we had Is that lunch or supper? We had a <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess it depends on the age. So we had a we had a Thanksgiving lunch, and then we had Thanksgiving dinner. 
Ah. So, you know, we don't we don't want to be fake news around here, so we want to make sure that as as <laughs> we are talking trash, we are we are correct in our trash talking. Now, according to Wikipedia, dinner usually refers to the most significant meal of the day, which can be at noon or in the evening. I never knew that. Mean mean neither. Wow. About dinner. So um, dinner isn't However, time the, time time restraint. Howe- it's, it's however, the, the term dinner can have different meanings depending on culture, as it may mean a meal of any size eaten at any time of day. Historically, it is refers to the first meal of the day eaten around noon, and is still sometimes used for a noontime meal, particularly if it is a large or main meal. So then, what's nighttime eating? In many parts is of the it West, nighttime eating? <laughs> in many parts of the Western world, dinner is taken as the evening meal. Okay. So, sorry, white people, we spoke out of ignorance. No, no, I'm still. I'm not going to apologize to white people because they still have it too early. One o'clock in the afternoon. It was. That's it was not, actually that's not too early. You know why that's not too early? Actually, that's brilliant. How is that brilliant? Because you eat at one, then you can eat again at four. <laughs> Or five, so you have dinner, then you have late dinner. <laughs> dinner have, again. You then have, you can have leftovers when they're fresh. You have second dinner. You got you to gotta, you gotta do Hobbit speech. You have dinner, then second dinner. And then second dinner. Right, so then that's what we had. We so had it's brilliant. So it was, it was cool because it was cool because like we went to Nat. The, the whole idea about going to Nashville was so that Junior would have spent Thanksgiving alone. right? But Junior now is a part of this church plant. Right. So that turned into, hey, my my brother and sister are coming over and they're gonna cook, you know, they're gonna cook for me. Hey, you're invited. Oh, hey, you know what? Because a lot of people that are in this church plant um don't have either don't have families in Nashville. Right. And they couldn't make it home or they're new to Nashville and they didn't have anywhere to go. So it was gonna be like a, a potluck thing. But that that got changed, and we didn't know until we got there. Right. And we didn't know until Thursday that we're there, and we're, like, making stuff. Well, no, we didn't know until Wednesday, Wednesday night. Wednesday night, because I bought two pen and leaves, and I was cooking one and seasoning the other Wednesday night. Okay. Right? So once I found out that it was the plans were changed without our knowledge, because we've been planning this for weeks. Right. And it was like, no... It's gonna. It was moved to some people, some older people that go to the church. So, all right. So, what happened? What had happened was the church plant inherited a church. Okay. Right. You know how we how we used to talk about for legacy. Right. There was an old church with older people, like looking to sell it or do something with it. So, the young pastor of the church plant and and the young people, right? Because they're all like young adults, young professionals, right? Met with the pastor and whatever, and the older pastor with the older church just gave him the church. But instead of like everybody just leaving, everything was merged. Right. Right. So, so that's what happened. So, in hmm, in the attempts to bridge the gap between the old church and the you the new young church. Right. So an older couple opened their house. For all of those displaced people that were all young members of the ch- of the young church to come in and spend Thanksgiving with them, right? Oh, so, okay. So it was it was a it was dope. 
the idea behind it was dope. So with that, once I realized what it was that had happened, so I, we just stayed home Wednesday night. And I cooked both Ben names. Okay. So then I took the so I can like one for dinner and one for lunch. Right, right, right. And Magda made her <clears throat> sweet potato casserole because we knew it was going to be mostly non-ethnics. So right. they 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 would they would well, love that it. guy none of the sweet potato casserole was delicious. <laughs> they would love it. Um, yeah, but there were like three other sweet potato casseroles. I don't there. care, man. Sweet potato <laughs> casserole is. The but hers most. was the only one with uh, like the, the marshmallow. Oh. No, no, they 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 did the ones with the marshmallow. I I don't I don't like that one. But anyway, but um, so it was a lot of people, a lot of older people were there, right? It was it was really cool. It was really cool because just being able to go there and like meeting the majority of the church, right? So. The new church and the old church just fellowshipping and eating and getting to know each other. It, it was a it was a dope experience. And then after that, we went home, let the lunch digest a little, <laughs> and then oh, we're back. We made the arroz con andules, and we had more like a Spanish, like a Spanish style Thanksgiving. Right. So, we oh. had, so they had the turkey, they had the ham, they had all of that, and we had pernil, arroz con andules. We still had some sweet potato casserole. Right. Y'all didn't take any arroz con gandules to the, to the other Thanksgiving? No. Why? That would been great. People would have loved it. Because we were going to bring our, our rice cooker, and we didn't. Because the rice cooker we have like makes it fast. Right. We didn't. So we relied on juniors. It wasn't as fast as ours, because nah, <laughs> like, okay. we didn't leave. We didn't leave Wednesday night, like as it was as we planned. We left Thursday morning, so we left Thursday morning like at six. Oh, okay, four to to, to, to Nashville. Nashville. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Now. So there was okay. only enough time to do a few things because it was gotcha. Thanksgiving lunch. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that sounds all right. Well, I worked on Thanksgiving. You didn't go up to your parents, and then I went up to my folks after work. Right. Um, and we had a. I mean, it was real simple. It was just the fam. Uh, we had some friends over. Uh, we had, you know, the, we had, uh, it was weird. It was like a weird keto-friendly Thanksgiving. You know, we had the turkey, and mom's always stuff. keto-friendly. Always stuffs it with mofongo, which Did is you? not, yeah. Okay. And that's not keto That's not keto-friendly. But it's delicious. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, then we did, uh, like, my sister made a, um, you know, one sister made a fancy schmancy salad, and then. Uh, this like pie, like it was like a pumpkin pie, but it wasn't pumpkin. It was like a diff- different type of pumpkin, like a I don't I forget what the name of it was. Right, like but a, it was like a squash. Uh ish. Yeah, I guess cause squash is like in the pumpkin family. It was like a, yeah. I mean one of those like other pumpkins, right? It wasn't like the traditional pumpkin. Um, and but she like she made the dough by hand and okay, that's dope. Rebecca did. Yeah, it was. It was good. the only thing was, and even she was like, I should have let it cook a little longer because it was a little runny. Um, but I mean, it was cooked. It was just it just didn't solidify as, as well as it as it um, probably would have. She left to cook a little longer, but it was delicious. Uh, then we had a cauliflower casserole, mm. which was was, was, was pretty good. It wasn't bad. I mean, Brussels sprouts and. I mean, it was like a very, very keto, except for the pie and the mofongo. Like everything else, <laughs> everything was, else was keto friendly. Was pretty much, um, was pretty much keto friendly. Um, 
But how was how was that? You know, as far as the change, right? Because it's dope that mom is trying to. She's she's, nah, re- she's she's respecting you guys. I mean, it was it was what good. you're doing. I mean, it was good. Everything was good. The chicken, the chicken, the turkey was good. I mean, everything was good. Uh, then for dessert, once uh, so Rebecca made that that pumpkin pie, that fancy pumpkin pie. Then my sister Raquel made the casserole, and she made a pumpkin cheesecake, mm-hmm. keto friendly pumpkin cheesecake, which is pretty good. The only thing about the 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 only thing about the keto cheesecakes is that they're just not like uh they're not as light as regular cheesecake. You know, they they're a little denser cuz cuz they you know cuz they're missing you know some of the the sugar and or not well, most all the sugar and all that stuff, so they tend to be a little denser. Still good though. And then mom's made a flan, a keto flan, which was which was good. Yo, sorry. All this of it was good. This just then <laughs> this just in. Okay, so what people don't know because you know we don't we don't record these podcast sessions, but while we're doing the podcast, I get inspired to do the cover artwork. Right? And if you if our listeners remember, we have a very a, an amazing friendship with uh new release today. And right now where they're counting the days for the nominations to the oh, okay. We Love Christian Music Awards. So, Kevin of New Release Today, spoiler alert, just dropped that, a new category this year, because you know, sometimes they, they add categories. Right. New category this year is ready, and I think we need to get him on the phone so we could laugh at this together. Best Reckless Love cover. Oh, awesome. Because there's got to be like what? A bajillion of them? <laughs> like thousands of them. I mean, even Justin Bieber did a cover. I think for me, the best Reckless Love cover. Well, anyone that sings it that's not the original writer, that's a cover. <laughs> the best the best Reckless Love cover for me is my son. It's Sebastian's cover. No, he ruined that song for me. <laughs> he ruined the song. <laughs> His cover was reckless. He ruined <laughs> the song. Sebastian ruined that song for me. Sebastian's cover is the best reckless love cover. Uh, you're Hands bi- down. You're biased. Oh, I'm, I'm you're 100% biased. Biased. Your vote doesn't count. <laughs> 100% biased. You are 100% biased. Um, But anyway, back to your Thanksgiving. No, but that was it. So, uh, you know, we did that. Um, No, it was fun. It was cool. It was just. You know, it's just one of those things, right? It was just, you know, real chill. Um, I made the sodas. That you, was that was my You made the sodas? Did yeah. you also make the the plates? The, the, I made the plastic. Nah, <laughs> we got my mom got plates. <laughs> she got plates in the house. She got like two sets of plates. But uh no, nah, it was fun. A lot of fun to um, you know, it's just cool hanging out and, and uh getting to eat and seeing friends that we hadn't <clears> seen them like in over a year, so they hadn't seen me in a year. Um so uh, they saw me when I, I think, no, I don't. I think they the last time they saw me, I had lost a little bit of weight. I had started losing the weight. So you know, a year later, hundred five pounds later, Word. you know, kind of a thing. So they were like, "Oh, hey, nice to meet you, man." <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Like, who are you a friend of? Who who you is? Um, but no, nah, man. But that was that was great. And of <clears> course, <throat> you know, uh, three um, down to three and a half weeks. Before I get on the plane to Puerto Rico, 
So right now, trying to trying to drop about nine pounds because I want to get to PR at two thirty to hopefully inspire my cousin, um, who uh, him and his son, his son's twelve, twelve or thirteen, three hundred fifty pounds. It's crazy, crazy. So you know, hoping to inspire him, maybe. I hope so too. But uh, nah, man. So that's been um. So that was yeah, that was it. And then today, you know, today was Monday. Ugh, work was like terrible. I was like, oh, the Monday <laughs> blues. Why people keep calling me? Leave me alone. Um, yo, you know me, what I'm saying? It was just like, for me oh, today. Man. It was like it was it was it was it was I don't know. See, I'm I'm at a loss for words for descriptive words. But I come into work today, and my boss is off all week. Right, like she's gone all week. She's right. got and like all four wisdom teeth. She's gonna get them yanked, so she's gone all week. But also, my counterpart who works with me also took today off. Right, and even better, he works from home tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so today I was dolo. I'm like, where is everybody? And I'm getting all these emails, right? Because it's it's the Monday after after being off for four days and working for the news and all the stuff that's going on, all the work that was waiting for me. And I'm like, yo, if the guy that handles the digital side doesn't come in today, like I'm gonna flip over this table. Luckily he came. We're gonna go to war. Luckily he came. He came in because. The, the the tables are super heavy. It would have taken me a long time to try to pick it up. But still, yeah, it was it was it was J- a Jay would have come back like, oh, my back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tough day. It was a tough day, and I'm exhausted. Yeah, because yeah, of that. that long drive, and then you know what the heck, Georgia. This morning, I get oh, up. I walked. I walked. I walked outside. Out, well, how about I walk out the door at five thirty, and it was not that cold. Like I had my coat on. I was like, oh, it's not that bad. And then about a few hours later i walk out to the parking deck which is already cold right at work the parking deck at work is already a few degrees colder and i walk out and i'm like are you kidding me like (laughs) i mean i was you know no 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 i was yelling at the i was yelling at the temperature no you're not allowed because you know they had all these huge blizzards or snowstorms up up in the midwest dude funny story funny story insane so this time in this time we went to ten, to Nashville, we went to Franklin. Like we've never been to Franklin. It's a na- neighbor town, right? Like it's where all the all the uh, CCM artists live. Yo, okay, two funny stories. And, and or go to church. Two funny stories. So we were walking on along Main Street, and um, Holland's drummer Elizabeth. Right. Remember we met her. We met her on the on the cruise. I saw her. But I couldn't remember her name for the life of me. So I just, I blocked my face with Sonia. I kept walking. Because <laughs> I was trying to remember her name. And then like maybe like a block up, I remember what her name was. And I was trying to look around and I didn't see her. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so you we went to Franklin, right? And yo, it's like. Anywhere we go. So we're in Franklin. We're walking around. I'm window shopping. Magda's actually shopping. Actual shopping. Right. And 
Bump into a Polish family who oh, it's hilarious. who drove down from Chicago to get away from the cold and the snow that was coming for them. It's like, uh, first time in Tennessee, they just wanted to go south to get away from the coming snow and ended up in Tennessee. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's like snowing in Chicago right now. Look at this. It's like we're just in like T-shirts and vests. I'm like, okay, that's a real good reason. Oh, I'm yeah. 100% <laughs> with that reason. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah Midwest winters, especially Chicago winters, are no joke. Oh, it's because you got that lake and that wind cuts through those buildings. Ugh. Horrible, no horrible, horrible. So yeah, so that happened. All right, so you ran into a Polish, like they were Polish, 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 Polish. So they spoke in, in Polski, Polski to they, they Magda. They spoke Polski and Ma- to Magda. They had the accent when they spoke in English, right? Um, that's hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Like even when they, um, cause you know, like they get excited. You know how we get excited when we see other border when we meet other Puerto Ricans, right? So my, right. that's like introducing everybody. Right. Introducing. I get the excited kids. and start patting my pockets. Gotcha. <laughs> right. It's like make sure your back, take your wallet out your back pocket, put it in your front pocket. Um. Yeah, yeah. So you know, just it was, it was whatever. It was cool. Ah, uh, well, that's dope. I haven't nothing that nothing that fun. My. You know, Thanksgiving weekend, Saturday I went up, hung out with the folks for a while. Sunday went to influencers. Um, you know, dope. Met some new peoples that are gonna thinking to join us in our Spanish small group. Cool. So Spanish small group slash Spanish church. Uh no eventually. No, Spanish no, that's Spanish small group. I know. The, no, it's different. It's a Spanish small group. And then I know. the church is different. Yeah, I know. So no, so it's not Spanish small group slash Spanish church. Yeah, everybody in the Spanish small group will be going to the Spanish church. Not me. <laughs> so I'll still be going to the Gringo church. <laughs> I speak English, dog. <laughs> I want you dog about. All right, everybody but you will be going to the Spanish church. No, because we got we got people in the Spanish group to, that go to different churches. Reverend. To, when I see him, I'm going to be like, Reverendo Calde. Nah, don't call him that. Just call him Pastor because that, no, no, that's, no, no. that's more fun, especially gotta, with, especially his wife. The the thing is that the thing is that I call him Calde, right, since I've known him, since he was a youth pastor. I've known, I've known him for a while. Right. I called him Calde because he's old. He's, he, he, uh, that was back when I was, when I was rapping, and he invited me to, to, to rap in his church, and he put a picture of up himself. With his hat, with a with a baseball cap, low into the side, like to try to look like a rapper. And I was like, "Yo, that's it. Your rap name, your rapper name from now on is is Calde." <laughs> so now I'm gonna call him Reverendo Calde, and I'm gonna say it like that. So I'm gonna drop the bass. Nice. I'm gonna drop the bass in my voice. Dios te bendiga, Reverendo Calde. Reverendo. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I was, I'm always like Pastor, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but, I, but I'm definitely gonna call his wife. Um, pastora. pastora. I told him. I told him. I told him uh, last week or week before. I was like, "Yo, it's like you guys need to start practicing." And they were like, "Practicing?" I'm like, "Yeah, you gotta start practicing la um, the uh, la tiraera, la indirecta." <laughs> you know, that's so messed from, up from the pulpit. I, I, I like the the uh, pot shots. You have to start practicing your pot shots. You know, your little slide digs from the pulpit. And uh, they looked at me. They, the funny thing is, they looked at me and they just started laughing because they knew what you were talking they, about, right? Because it's like, because it's like 
Now, no, not just that, right? I mean, you know, yeah, they know what I was talking about, but they didn't even think about that. You know, that's not something, obviously, if you're trying to do this right, it's not something you're thinking about. Correct. Only I would think about something like that. But yeah, I was, I was like, yo, you guys got to practice. And then one of the ladies showed us, she was practice. I'm like, yeah, you know, you're like, and manos, brothers and sisters, you know, we got to be careful about what we put on Facebook. As you kind of, as you kind of slowly pan over and look at that person you're talking about, <laughs> yeah, you pan, you pan, at, look at them, then you pan back, then you pan again. It's like, uh, you know, it's, it reminded me of the, of the girl, when, you know, the girl I had been engaged to when she was talking about how the church she was going to. You know, they were they were thrown from the you know, they kept making all these comments and she was like, Ooh, who are they talking about? Who are they talking about? <laughs> and a couple of weeks later she was she was like, Wait a minute, they're talking about me. <laughs> and she realized they're talking about her. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Oh that's yeah. that that's that's how you know that those people have made that into an art form. Yep. And that that's and that's what I told her. I was like, uh, yeah, uh you need to like Find another church. <laughs> I think you finally give up that. Need to give up that ghost. But uh, but yeah. So it's you know a lot of fun stuff. A lot of stuff uh, you know happening. A lot of stuff coming up. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see Christmas uh, with Christmas coming up, and you know I'll be going to Puerto Rico. Jay will be here doing. You know, I'm gonna do the podcast by myself. Whatever. Now he's invite Angel. The go to. The go-to, the go-to guy, the go-to guy. But um, so this week we got the, the trailer and the and the the song of the week. Um, and then we're gonna dive right into so kind the of the trailer the that idea. took my breath away. So let's do, let's it. do the song first. So the song of the week is gonna be uh, uh, no big deal, dude. We we've talked about him before. We've uh, we featured some of his stuff. He's really dope. Um, I don't know him. Jay knows him. Jay vouches for him as a person. Um, yep. I vouch for him as an artist as far as the stuff that I've heard I've liked. Uh, so he's got this song, uh, I think just came out, right? Came out on the <coughs> couple weeks back, yeah, I think. Yeah, it came out. He he um, he dropped it while he was on tour. So it's called Over Here. Um, fun little song. Yeah, it's got a nice bounce. Nice little uh, fun little song. Uh, so definitely, you know, we'll, we'll post it up everywhere. Uh, make sure you check it out. No big deal. Um, Over Here. You can just YouTube that. And find it. And then the trailer of the week that made Jay gasp like a shocked Southern Belle. <laughs> um, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> and and uh, the the movie directed by Jan. 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 <laughs> Jan. Directed by John. Directed by Jan. Jan Favreau. Directed by John Favreau. Uh, who directed The, the Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. Who directed... Uh, Iron Man. Iron Man. He directed Swingers, one of my favorite movies. Chef. Chef, uh, which we like here at the podcast. Um, got this new the new movie coming out this summer. Coming up, a remake of well, one of the most popular Disney animated movies ever. And it's a remake, not a reboot. It is a remake. Is it a remake or is this just no, it is a, a live re- action? It's a live, version. it's a remake. I mean, you're remaking the movie, except you're doing it live action. The Lion King, they just dropped um, a teaser. A te- an, another teaser trailer. Um, and the uh so why did it make you gasp? Now let's go with that since you're the one that went. <gasps> All right, it made me gasp because um I saw. When was when did the Lion King come out? Damn, like ninety 
four. So I saw six? The Lion King um, a week before it came out with a, this, this big show in uh, Radio City. Yeah, 1994. 94, wow. Damn. June 24th. That was like the summer I, I just graduated high school. That was, that was already, that was already out. Anyway, so, <laughs> so, so old. Um, <laughs> so, um, my girlfriend at the time, we were just hanging out in the city, right? And they had a, a special running of the movie with this big to-do show, whatever, in Radio City. But it was sold out. Like, they always say, oh, all shows are sold out. So, right. And I mean, we walked past Radio City, and she and I was like, man, damn, I wish we, I, I wish we were able to get tickets. And she just walked to the window and asked, like, if there were any tickets available. And there were. <laughs> so it's like, oh, nice. she bought them right on the spot. Like, right on the spot. We just hung around right there, and we went. And um, I think the the um, the size of the movie, right? I'm not saying like you know that it was like this giant movie, but right. I'm saying like the depth, <clears throat> the story, you know, everything, right. the size of the movie, like it impacted me, right? Because it had a little bit of everything, right? And um, and I was just impressed, right? And I think, and if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the last Disney movie that was illustrated. Like by hand, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think after that things started moving more towards the CGI. Maybe eh, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm trying to think what came out after Lion King. But um, boom, 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 boom. Oh no, was it? No, because I think did Aladdin not I, come out after? No, I think Aladdin was before. I think Atlantis came out after. But anyway, yeah, because Atlantis was one of the first. <coughs> Really, um, but they really did use a lot of that animation. Yeah, yeah, the Disney animation stuff. Um, let's see, Mulan. Yeah, Aladdin came out. Yeah, because Toy Story came out the following year in '95. Mm. That's a Pixar movie, right? Um, who's that? So you can't. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm walking through here. Let's see, '94, uh, The Lion King. A goofy movie. Pocahontas. That was drawn. I don't think oh. Pocahontas was... Uh, Pocahontas came out after? Yeah. Pocahontas came out in 95, and then Toy Story came out uh, in November of that year. Yeah. Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules, Mulan, a, then A Bug's Life, which was... So, yeah, they started no, a I few... Think a I Bug's think Life was, was, was that CGI. Was an, that was CGI, yeah. That yeah. was when they really started. Then Tarzan... Yeah, that's when they started really mixing in the CGI too. Mixing but anyway, right. anyway, like the, the I just no, I'm, I, it was funny. It's like it's like holy cow, all these movies like kind of makes me want to go back and watch them. <laughs> like the size of the movie like impacted me, and you know the songs like like the whole thing for me it was great. For yeah. me, it was like almost like that last great Disney movie that was like so big. I don't think um, another animated movie out of Disney reached that. That size until Frozen, until um, like Frozen came out, because I think Frozen like eclipsed The Lion King as far as all the money it made and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think you could uh, maybe make the case for Mulan. Maybe mm, I don't. I don't. Maybe I don't, I don't maybe. think it did. I don't think it did. 
Mulan yeah. will probably do more, would have done more now than then. I see. Uh, but anyway, so when I saw the, the teaser, when I saw the teaser, I, I don't know why, but this is like the first time I get an alert from YouTube. <laughs> I tell right. me, hey, this trailer. And I'm like, oh, but I saw this already. And then when I, when I noticed the, the timestamp that it was released only like an hour before, I actually saw the the alert. Like I watched it first, and then I sent it to you and Angel. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it for whatever reason. I think I I saw it, and then I just kind of forgot. And and it's Favreau, right? So if you watch the if you watch the Jungle Book cartoon, right from back in the day, and you watch the trailer or you watch the movie, the movie, you can see that he basically went like frame by frame. And right. rebuilt this movie. Yes, he added a few things, and he right. he, he had things like around, but it was he, but but it was still frame. It by was frame. The, the spirit of the movie was was there. It, you know, you like know, yeah, the whole dance between Baloo and Mowgli. Right, right. It was awesome. So when I yeah. saw this teaser, it for me it was like exactly the the movie. Like all the right. like a lot of the highlights of the movie. Like I, I'm like super excited. Yeah, especially the especially it was it was very um the first part of the movie. That's what yeah. he, that was the teaser. The teaser's the if you watch the first part like the intro. Yeah, watch the first part of uh of the of the animated movie and then you watch this teaser trailer and it's I mean very, very similar. Very cool. Um and you know you got a, a, the live action Aladdin's coming out too. Oh forget about it. Next, I'm, I'm excited uh, about that next, one too. Next year too, I think. So <coughs> Um, it's interesting. It's interesting that Disney's making these live action movies of these animated movies. So we'll see. Uh, they're doing a live action Mulan also. It's getting a lot of heat. Um, a lot so, of criticism. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, of course it is. But we'll, we'll we won't dive into into that into that craziness. Um, Dumbo. That's right. Dumbo's coming live out. Action live Dumbo action comes Dumbo comes out next year. Um, so, wow, yo, so, yo, son, so next year, Disney's putting out Dumbo, Aladdin, Toy Story 4, which that was the, the trailer of the week last week, and The Lion King. I'm not even going to touch the Marvel movies, but like just those, those are like, yeah, take my money. <laughs> right, take yeah. my money. Just here, take it now. Yeah. So that's uh... ah, Jet Li is in Mulan. I didn't realize that. Oh, I didn't realize that. So was Donnie Yen. Yeah, I knew Donnie Yen was in. I didn't know about Jet Li. Gong Li, Louis. I don't know some of these other people. So they're they're doing the all Asian cast. Yeah, that was that's why there was a lot of heat. From who? Because a lot of the a lot of the cast was changed because of the the criticism and all that. Like there were a lot of people that were cast originally for that movie that weren't Asian, so you know, the whole whitewashing issue of Hollywood that's been going on since Hollywood started. Uh I don't remember reading about that. I'll send you I'll send you links to articles. But um yeah, I'm Was still- it was it that they was it that they Casted or was it that they they were like oh my gosh they're just gonna make it white no they cast they cast some some actors and the actors pulled out uh, you know trying to look like heroes 
when they're really like, hey, we don't want to ruin my career by getting caught up in all this. <laughs> I'm sensitive. I hear you. I hear you. Right? So, um, I mean, you know, like uh, like Scarlett Johansson when she was the the, the robot in um, Ghost in the Shell. Right. Which sucked as a movie anyway. So I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch it. But if you've ever seen Ghost in the Shell, I mean, she looks. She exactly doesn't really like look. It. She doesn't really look Asian at all. No, not at all. But you know, we could say that for the majority of these animes. But let's not go there, the right? Eye. So, <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited to see the Lion King. What I mean, you saw the trailer tonight. What did you think? Um, I you know I'm I'm holding off uh, any kind of I'm holding off any kind of judgment for the moment. Um. I don't like teaser trailers because I don't really kind of get to see anything. Like it doesn't. That's why it's called a teaser. No, but that's the thing. I don't like them because they don't give me anything. They tease. They're you. not. But that's what I said. They're not. I don't. I don't get teased at all. I don't go like, "Ooh, that makes me really want to watch it." I, I'm just kind of like, "Okay, I want to see more. I want to see Timon and Pumbaa. You know, like I want to see Scar. I want to see what these characters look like. I mean, it was cool." And it was very like, okay, this is it's gonna be epic. Yo. Right? But I wanna see more. It's like when the when they released the 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 Captain Marvel trailer. Yo. You know, I didn't like it because it was too disjointed. Yo. Son. Yo. Son. Timon and Pumba. Like I can't wait to see them. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. I wanna see what those guys look like. I want to see, you know, I want to see a little more. Like I said, once again, it's like teaser trailers are okay. Um, for me, they work better. They work better. Like the Elseworlds trailers that have been coming out for the for the the Arrowverse crossover. Yeah. Like those little teasers. I've liked those because they get me excited because why? Because I know it's coming up like in a week, <laughs> two weeks, right? I mean, it's like, oh, it's coming up in two weeks. Whereas for the movie, the teasers, I'm like, oh, I got to wait a whole nother year. Give me something. Yeah, because it, like, it, it doesn't really come out till uh, the July. summer. It doesn't come out till the summer. July, yeah. You know, like I said, like Captain Marvel, same thing. When they released that trailer, I didn't like it. I was like, it it was confusing to me. So that's just me. Um. All right, so let's talk about. Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about Jesus. Uh, it was pretty big. It was pretty big in the news. Oh man, did I? Uh, whoops, I did. Want to find this again? So, um, a couple of weeks, about a week, a week ago, or so, maybe two weeks ago, uh, but it really blew up now. Um, story came out out of India about a uh, missionary named John Allen Chow who was uh, killed uh, on this island off of um, in the Indian Ocean. Uh, find the name of the island the here. The North Sentinel Island. North Sentinel Island. And he was killed by the tribe of people that lived there called the Sentinelese. And they are one of, if not the last, um, 
tribal group in the world that has not had any contact, any significant contact with the outside world. They're still living, you know, they're still hunter-gatherers, right? So the men hunt with bows and arrows and with, you know, spears, and the women, you know, gather the berries and stuff. Um, and uh, so so this kid, so, this, so anyway, so this. How old is the guy? Uh, he was a kid. He wasn't that. Um, let's see if I can. I have an article here trying to see if. Uh, 27. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. So this group of people, the Sentinelese, they've been in isolation, you know, thousands of years. You know, the first time they were made contact with was like in the 1880s, I believe. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, the last time I think anybody made contact was in the I think in 2000 or something uh, where they tried to make contact with them. Uh, the island is controlled by the uh, uh, by the Indian government. So it's part of India. And they've. Uh, and they, they used to try to go and make contact with them. And then they finally abandoned it in the 2000s. And they actually patrol to make sure no one goes on the island. It's illegal to go on the island. Well, part of the reason it's illegal to go on the island is because these uh, the Sentinelese will kill you if you approach. They are not what you would call friendly. Friendly. <laughs> you know, they're not a friendly group of peoples. At all. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, there's only been a few people that have been able to make contact with them and get away. But even then, uh, even then, uh, one of the guys, like, you know, they went to do a documentary and the, the director gets shot with an arrow through the leg. That's the thing, right? They, um, supposedly, not supposedly, no, yeah, supposedly these people are, have been untouched by like the outside world right they're still very um separated isolated that's the word i was looking for isolated from from the outside world so like you said they're hunter gatherers they have their own language their own culture their own everything and it said that it the, the reason that they may not be friendly with outsiders you know for lack of a better word is because someone went there once, like some guy from from the UK went there and basically like kidnapped, <laughs> right? Basically kidnapped two old an older couple and like two two children. And the older couple died because they got sick, right? So that's the right. problem. Like, you know, when you're when you're isolated from the rest of the world, then right, the diseases that the rest of the world has, you don't get. Right. Because, uh, the, you know. You don't have that immunity. Right. So they, 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 the older couple died, and then they brought the children back with, like, whatever gifts. So that's, like, their, their experience with the outside. Right? With the experience with the outside, they're going to come in and aggressively, like, take us away, and we may not come back. Right, so well, that's that's the that's that's, that's the theory. That that's the theory. Yes. So, I'm sorry, I'm still looking at in, at information. So that's the theory. So, this guy, what was his name? Andrew. His name was John. John. Why do I keep saying Andrew? I have no idea. What's his middle name? Alan. No, uh, something with an A. <laughs> <laughs> right, John. So this kid, um, 27 years old, 
you know, the only thing that Joaquin and I could say is that he was um, super passionate for the things of the Lord. Yes. Right? He's done other mission mission work. He's, for him, he thought, all right, now this is the thing. This is where we're going to get into some murky waters. He thought that he was that he was doing good, right, because he's he heard about these people, isolated, people try to make contact with them. But um, according to him, this was... He thought that this was the last stronghold of Satan. I'm, I'm quoting his words where they had the gospel, the good news of the gospel had not reached had not reached them yet. So he wanted to be that guy. And I'm not saying that in, in a way where for him to be boastful, but he wanted to be that guy and bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to them. Right. right? Even though he knew, according to his journal writings, because they found this journal, he knew that they would that it was dangerous. You know, he even knew that he might be killed. Right. Which is exactly what happened. Right? But um I don't know. I think for an on a on a a lot of a lot of this story, Joaquin and I agree on a lot and we disagree on some. Right. Right. So <laughs> my disagreement, I think the main disagreement is for me. For me, he showed a lack of wisdom, right? Right, like he—I don't, I don't think—I um, don't think he thought this through, like real talk. I don't think he thought this through, or he—I don't—I don't think. And I'm gonna say this blanket statement, but you know, and you know, call it what you want or say what you will. But I, I think I think maybe he got a little too passionate, a little too excited that um, that yes, it is the will of God that we. And we speak about this on the podcast a lot that we go into all the world and we and we and we you know spread the gospel and we give the good news of Jesus and all, but um, when it comes to things like this, right, we have to be sure that we hear clearly from the Holy Spirit that this is what God wants us to do and where God wants us to go. Right, right, and and I say this because in reading all these articles and reading all this stuff, like. Like a lot of articles made it seem that he went there one day and that day, that one day he got killed, right? Where today Joaquin found an article saying that um, he that was he he was he was killed on his third attempt to reach them and to reach the island. But in this article, this third attempt, it was when the arrows finally got him. Right. Well, I mean, it was, uh, let's see, according to this Wikipedia article, I mean, 14, 15, and 17. But uh, there's another article I just kind of ran across that said he, it looks like he might have been there a couple of previous times. So <clears throat> who knows? I mean, that's the thing, unfortunately, right? It's just like there's a lot of information out there. So it's trying to figure out the you know the the parsing of the but we do know that in his journal entries he was like you know that he wanted to tell them um uh he wrote lord is this island satan's last stronghold where none have heard or even had the chance to hear your name the eternal lives of this tribe is at hand i think it is worthwhile to declare jesus to these people please do not be angry at them or at god if i get killed so he i mean yeah he was he had a passion. Uh, this other article says he wasn't a missionary, but he was more of an adventurer. Um, but he had, I, I mean, 
Whether he was an adventurer or not, apparently he had the mindset that wherever he's going to adventure, he's going to tell people about Jesus, right? That seems to be uh, the thing. Um, and I, I don't, you know, I know that I know that a lot of people, well, I, what did I say? I said earlier, I said, you know, he was passionate and he did a dumb thing. Correct. Right. He was passionate, but he did. However, um, I, I, I would I would I would propose that, you know, to follow Jesus is to be willing to do some things that other people consider dumb. Correct. You know, somebody has to be the first to die, make contact with a group. Right. And that was and that's the potential. Right. The potential is that is that what is that? Um, you might get killed, you know. Um, uh, I know somebody Somebody said, well, you know, he went in there, he didn't know their culture. Well, you know, you don't always get to know the culture of a, of a, of a place where you go. Eventually you learn about that culture, right? The, the first mm -hmm. missionaries didn't know the culture where yeah, they were but, going. But, but the difference think, between I the think, first missionaries I and think, now I think that's is a, that's technology. A, Right, technology. Like I. Well, but how are you okay? But how are you going to know the culture of these people if nobody's ever ever been there yeah, to know I, their culture? I I agree with that. So technology but, is worthless. No, it's not worthless. In, in it's that not, in that instance, it's not worthless because I've read about the Sentinelese, and I have never read. Today is the first time I read where somebody was actually able to contact them, and we saw video. But everything that I've read before of the Sentinelese, very aggressive. They don't want anybody bothering them. Anybody right. gets close, spears and arrows. Right? right. So we have technology where he could have read that and been like, hmm, maybe trying to get to this island by myself, right? And yelling, Jesus loves you and waving his hands might not be the best look. You know what I mean? Like, especially if they don't and understand the language, all they see is some crazy invader going, well, that's, right? that's that's it. Could, it could be mistaken as a well, sign of aggression. Well, that's that's the assumption, right? That that he was waving his hands and I mean, because <laughs> because the video we saw, they were waving their hands at him, and and but they and, were throwing they were also tossing and, coconuts. And, and, and they See, uh, he should have had some coconuts. And well, but he did have things for them. I mean, that's the thing. He did have things. Did he, he? left? Yes, he left. Did you not listen to me when I was reading earlier? The fisherman. Um, he continued his journey to shore alone in a canoe with Bible and gifts. Um, but did he have coconuts? Uh, on further visits, uh, you know, he, he so, so he had, you know, so he had, you know, he had gifts. He, you know, uh, hi, my name is John. Jesus loves you. I mean, pff, well, what else are you going to say? I guess if you don't speak their language, they don't speak yours. You're just <laughs> going to say something. Um, but see, that's that's the thing, though. It's like somebody somebody has to be. Somebody has to be the first, and you can't know, you know, uh, John Elliott, Jim Elliott. Jim Elliott. Jim Elliott knew those, those, that those people were hostile, and he went in, right? And he tried to establish contact, you know, and he tried to make contact, and he, and he established some contact, and it ended, ended up killing him, you know? And he, but he did, it, he did it how some people would consider he did it right, right? He, but he knew they were, he knew they were violent. You know, he didn't go in going, oh, these people aren't violent. You know, like, like he knew. He stepped into it. He lost his life. Um, now, him losing his life opened the door, right, for his family. And his family came back. And then they were able to, you know, minister the gospel. And, you know, now, like, I think the whole tribe are Christians or, like, 
almost all of them are Christians, right? And then the guy that killed back this is way back, who knows if he's still alive, but the guy that killed Elliot, you know, ended up becoming the pastor of the of the church in the, you know, in the in the um of the Ecuador, tribe. right? Uh I think it was Ecuador. So, you know, it's I think it's my my problem my problem with with some of the comments is it's just so it's super easy to criticize um it's so easy to criticize i think because the majority and i'm speaking generally you know but those that like to criticize aren't the ones that are, will will get up and go somewhere will get up and do something yeah i'll agree with that right so it's easy to criticize that he did everything wrong and you know yeah, did he do some things wrong? Yeah, yeah, he did. Right, did a lot but of things wrong. but you know, um, and he did a lot of things wrong. I think for me, the main thing that he did wrong was go alone. I think maybe there would have been he would have shown a little more wisdom had he had at least. One other person with him, and two people would have died. <laughs> died. I mean, yeah, two people like, would... like the like the fishermen, you know, <laughs> however many years before. Right, two people would have died, but at least, I mean, at, at least there's somebody there to be to like die with you. No, not to die <laughs> with to you, but bleed out with but, you. <laughs> but to be like, yo, um, yeah. now that I know that, Jay, I'm going nowhere with you. <laughs> to be like, yo, maybe you know, maybe we shouldn't get so close yet, right? Maybe we should be out on the water a little more. Rather than, because the article said that he got into a canoe and he like paddled his way in close right. to the shore, right? And I think I think the second attempt, like uh, an arrow struck the Bible or a spear struck the Bible, right? And then he paddled his way out of there. So somebody else would have been like, "Yo, the first time we got this close, like the Bible took the hit. How about we get a little further out out of their range, right?" right. <laughs> like, <'cause>, like, <laughs> Or just have wear a lot of the Bibles, just put on a lot of Bibles. like the big thick ones, the paper ones that you used to have at church. Those big old church Bibles, the gift, the gift Bibles. Um, uh, so right, that's that's just my thing. Like you know, there's got to be, there's got to be wisdom in your purpose, right? There's got to be wisdom in purpose, you know, because that's what you said. Like there's a lot, of, I've, and I feel like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna sound like an old man right now, but I feel like a lot of this younger generation of Christians have a lot of passion but no wisdom in their purpose, right? So they, they get caught up and they want to do so much for, for Jesus and that's great, right? but there must be wisdom in your purpose. The pur- if the purpose is to spread the gospel, then there has to be some wisdom in that purpose, right? You can't yeah. just go, it's, it's like, all right. But sometimes you need to, you need to, I think, I think that, so, so some of it though is that is that you you're not gonna get that wisdom unless you go and make the mistakes, you know. Um, you know, all of us have had those moments, right? Where you know we were told, you know, it's like it's like touching the stove example, right? It's like you know, don't touch the stove, you're gonna burn yourself, you know, right? That person has wisdom. He's telling you, don't touch the stove, you're gonna burn yourself. Sometimes some some kids, right? They listen, right? And they're like, you know what? I'm not gonna touch this though because I'm gonna burn myself. I'm gonna burn myself. Some kids aren't gonna listen, and they're gonna touch the stove. Um, and I think that I think that we we've gotten we've in a way we've gotten safe to where we want everyone to listen to what we're telling them, 
well, don't do this or don't do it this way. That's not smart. And, you know, uh, not that that's not and not that that information is bad information or wrong information. Well, you know, sometimes, though, you got to follow. And I know I'm the one saying this, which is ironic. But sometimes, you, you know, if if that's what you feel like, you know, and 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 uh, if God's called you to do it, you got to do it. And and you know what? Uh, you'll learn now. Sometimes you learn, and you pay with your life. But do you honestly feel that? Um, I don't know now. That God wants you to learn with your life. Um, by paying the price with your life. Sometimes, yeah. I don't know. You know, Jesus. Jesus paid with his life. The, the, yeah, but, the but disciples paid with their but lives. Jesus wasn't learning. Jesus, you know, was the, fulfilling his purpose. He was, but he still paid with his life. The, but he wasn't learning. The this disciple, the disciples paid with their life, but they also weren't learning. No, they were taking. They were taking the gospel. This kid was taking the gospel. You know, now you can. You know, the the methodology can be argued, but he was taking the gospel, and and the and the the reality is right that. Those that take, you know, <clears throat> scripture never says take the, you know, taking the gospel, taking the message is, is gonna is one that is safe. It's never been safe. Ever. And I think that part of the problem is that because, like we I think it was it last week we talked about we're so comfortable, right? And we live in a we live in kind of this, you know, we live in this world where the worst thing that can happen to us is. Somebody's like, oh, I don't want to talk to you anymore or stay away. Um, that when it comes to, to going and doing something that is going to be dangerous, I don't think we can I don't think we can wrap our minds around it. Perhaps. So like so like if God called you, Jay, if God said, Jay, let's say like without a doubt, 100 percent. Right. So there's no like, well, I'll got to hear the thunderclouds. No. 100% without a doubt, he was like, yo, you got to go to, you know, Pakistan or Syria, you know, to share, to share the, you're, I'm sending you to, you know, um, was it Myanmar, whatever the name of the place is. Like, I'm sending you to this place uh, to preach the gospel. I mean, you know, uh, those are dangerous places. Right. But you got to go. You know, and there's no diff, you know, in a, in a way, there's no difference if you go on your own or if you go with two people or with somebody else. Right. The thing is, that there's there's danger in that. Correct. Right. There's 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 other than being in other than being in the Western world, there is danger. There is a danger in going and and and, and taking the gospel somewhere else right it's dangerous in china correct right it's dangerous in the middle east um so 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 i think that that there there is a level of there there is a there is a danger i mean uh you know the guys that took the guys that took the you know right the, the guys that took the word of god in the old testament right none of them that it was like Hey, hunky dory, you know, okay guys, <laughs> so if you don't <laughs> if you don't want to if you don't oh, that's cool if you don't want to hear what I got to say. It was like, yo, we, I'm telling you this and lives are in danger, right? Most most all the prophets were run, had at some point ran away. Right? Jonah 
Jonah ran away before he went. <laughs> Jonah was like, <laughs> I think Jonah might be the only one that ran away before he went, right? But, um, you know, Moses, right? I mean, he had to go back, right? I mean, so um, so I don't know. I think that, I think that this idea of missions being safe, I think we we I think we've got that mentality because we've we've never stepped in a place where it was dangerous. Yeah, you 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 might be right, right? But um the disciples spent 3 years learning from Jesus. Right. Right? This kid had training supposedly Right, right. He had training at some all, all ministry or some organization, right? And he's done other mission work. But, and I think, and I think that I think all missions training is like a, at least a year. I don't think it's like a. Um, you think it's a three month online? Yeah, I don't course. think it's like a three like a three <laughs> month. You live with us for three months, and then you know. Right, but I'm saying like he had training. So when I read his journal entries, right. Hey, uh, I, I tried to make contact the first time, but um, men showed up angry and they were shooting me with arrows. Let me try again tomorrow. Right. Hey, I tried to make contact again and an arrow pierced the Bible. The Bible saved my life. Ah, I'm going to come back tomorrow and try again. Dude, like, yo, I mean, pray about your tactic. Pray about how you're going to do this. This is what I'm saying about wisdom. And I'm not talking about wisdom about like trying to do the right scheme or anything but like you know i it's it's hard for me to it's hard for me to believe right it's hard for me to believe that he was 100% led by the holy spirit to do this when every attempt that he journaled um was was met with violence well right? was met with violence against him but but most all missions when entering unknown places and or or have high levels of, correct of violence so but it, but, 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 but even but even step back but you, even those missions even a lot of those missions weren't really like backed up by the holy spirit a lot of a lot of the times no we're not mis- we're not talking about the with, lot, the, with the conquistadores no no <laughs> but but let's be let's be real let's be real a lot That's, of the missionaries back in the day went in the name of the church but not in the name of god but that's that's yes, a, there's, so there's a but difference that's, that's a little different though than 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 what you know um it, that's a little different because we're I mean, we're not talking about we're not talking about you know the friars that went with the soldiers <laughs> right we're talking we're talking I'm talking you know the guys like the disciples uh the guys like the um and I'm not just talking I'm not talking about the apostles I'm talking about the disciples right the others right who went and and they didn't go with soldiers, right? I mean, we're talking about what's the guy's name? Um, uh, Nikki Cruz, the the pastor that that, that David went, Wilkerson, David Wilkerson, who went, who went. Oh, yeah, I was talking about him this week. Who went into a? I mean, that was here in the states. He went into an area that he did not belong in. Yes, but David Wilkerson right? knew beyond a shadow of the doubt that the Holy Spirit led him. So, but you can't say that you that this kid doesn't know. Oh no, and yeah, that, and, that's, that's, the, and, that's, and, and that's and that's what I'm think, saying. That's what I'm saying. I think it's, because I, he was killed, I think this is I think this is the problem. 
then this is where I'm having a problem. And I know for me, it's a weird problem to have because of, because <laughs> of who I am. But I, but I, you know, um, I, I find it difficult. I find it, it's like, for people to say, well, well, it, well, he must have not been led by the Holy Spirit because, why? Because if he had been led by the Holy Spirit, he wouldn't have died. Even if he did everything, quote unquote, right, and he died and he got killed anyway. Then would it be, oh, well, you know, he wasn't led by the Spirit. Or is it that maybe, maybe you know what, maybe God allowed this to happen. Now, you know, I'm, and I'm stepping into the realm of, right, of what ifs and whatnots. Maybe God, how many people even knew about the Sentinelese? I'm talking about knew about them. Now, oh, yeah, I'd heard about them, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago. Or I remember running across something. No, now people are doing what, man, they're, Wikipedia, they're reading, you know, they're looking these people up, they're, like we were doing earlier. They're watching the videos and they're going, oh, wow, like this is crazy. And maybe, may, just maybe, right, now we have all these Christians around the world that are going, hey, we need to pray for these people. We need to pray that they, they come to know who Jesus is. You know, I think, I think that, I think we, I think that we have this mindset that that if we go out um, and, it, and it's spirit-led, that somehow we're going to survive. I think that's a mindset. Well, nothing's yeah. going to happen. You're, you go you're, out. You're probably right. You go out. Oh, well, if, if God called you to it, then you, nothing's going to happen to you. Where, where does it say that in the Bible? Where does Scripture say if nothing happens to you? Or, if, excuse me, where does it say, well, if the Holy Spirit calleth thee, to go out into the missionists <laughs> fields, then you shall be 100% protected. You're so done with that one. Um, <laughs> right? No, yeah, 100%. 100%. You know, um, you know, here's a kid who's an adventurer who loved Jesus. And, you know, all I can think of, all I can, all I can say, it, you know, all I can say is, well, you just gotta, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose to believe that he really felt that God, God, was driving him to this. Had called him to, to this. Now, you know, he paid the, he paid the ultimate price for following what he felt God was calling him to do. You know, and Jesus, you know, uh, you know, the disciples, Jesus, the apostles, everybody that's followed him bef after, not before, because then before. Well, yeah, even before, right? You know, John the Baptist, all these guys, you know, they followed, they followed, and some of them, some of them made it through, right? Some of them made it, some of them didn't. Some of them didn't, but we were never promised that we were going to make it, you know? And that's the thing. But. You're right. Right. We, but. We, we never were. Back to, back to wisdom, though. They're, right. They're, they're, yes, we should have wisdom. Um. But everything, but but just because someone doesn't do it the way you think, and I don't mean you, you, but you and I, I know, I know, I know, I know. Just because somebody doesn't do it the way you think, doesn't mean that there is there wasn't wisdom there. Doesn't mean that that um, that person did not have a drive from the Holy Spirit to do this, knowing that death is, uh, uh, you know, the the death that the potentially that that there is 
I'm not, I'm not going to come back. And he knew that because he even said, if they kill me. Don't be mad at them. Don't but be listen. mad at them. But listen, right? So reading out of Matthew 10, yeah. right? I'm five close with this. Five, five to 15. All right? This is when Jesus sends out the 12, right? He says, go nowhere among the Gentiles and into no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And proclaim as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. You receive without paying, give without pay. Acquire no gold or silver or copper for your belts, no bag for your journey, or two tunics or sandals or a staff, for the laborer deserves his food. And whatever town or village you enter, find out who is worthy in it, and stay there until you depart. As you enter the house, greet it. And if the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And if anyone will not receive you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet when you leave that house or town. Truly I say to you, it will be more bearable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah, who were destroyed by fire from heaven, right, than for that town, right? Now, I'm not reading this portion of Scripture to say, oh, the Sentinelese people have, are marked for death, are marked right. by, for the fires of hell. But what I am saying is that not everyone is going gonna, is gonna to welcome you right. as a missionary, as an evangelist, right. or as just a believer, right? Because you don't have to have, be, have one of the five ministries to, to do the work of Christ. Right. But, you know, not, you know, I mean, sadly, and, 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 and I ask that, that we pray for this man's family, Right, but you know, not everyone's gonna accept you. Right, you know, of course, mo- not everyone will 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 shoot arrows at you yeah. or or throw spears at you. You know, but not everyone's gonna accept you, and right. it's not for you to be mad. You know, sometimes you don't go back, and that's the thing for me that like right. or, that boggles or, my mind. Or like right? Paul, you get you get dragged out of town, thrown over the wall, and then what do you do? You, you dust yourself off. And you go right back into town. <laughs> so, so there's examples of both, of both sides, right? right? So that's so that's the thing. It's if you are listening, I think, and this is how it. I think this is how it kind of ends. <laughs> if you are genuinely listening to the Holy Spirit, yes, then you will know yes. whether you need to go back or whether you need to walk away, or whether you need to dust, dust you know, shake the dust off your feet, as off Jesus feet. said. And and because this young man died, the I think the knee jerk reaction. Of people as well, he wasn't listening to the Holy Spirit. Right. Well, we don't know. Maybe he was listening to us because he knew he knew that the death was a yeah. possibility. He, he didn't go in thinking I'm going to be a rock star. No, he no. Knew, he wrote in his journal. He like, knew there was the possibility. Please do not hate them or condemn them if they kill me. Like right. the dude, like he was prepared to right. die to so that, show them so, Jesus. So if, to me, you know, even if it meant his life, and that's for me, that's heroic. Well, for me, that shows that you know what, mate. You know, that's a, that's a, a clue. You know, maybe he was being led by the Holy Spirit because he was able to face that. Because I don't believe. Maybe. I don't. Maybe, I, but, I have a hard but, time. But, I have a hard time there believing. Are, there are people who say, well, I'm just going to go and do it because, you know, give right. me Jesus or give me death. Right. Right. But you then know? they face death and they're like, and well, you know, what? Away. you know what? This, is, this isn't what God wanted me to do. <laughs> and we're talking about we're not talking about people that went somewhere dangerous. Dude. So dude, that's man. all I'm saying. That's I all knew, I'm saying. I knew a pastor who said that the Lord sent him to do mission work in the Dominican Republic and two days 
of not being in a five star hotel. He was like, "Yeah, I don't think I don't think God wants me here," and he bounced. Right, and so, that's not even as bad as what this kid faced. Right, so, so that's so that's that. So so to close to close, to let's close, make sure close it out. Let's make sure, right? Well, well Hakeem and I, we want you to do two things. We want you to join us in praying for the, for for his family, yeah. right? Because I mean, he did he died doing the 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 work of the gospel, but he still died, right? And we. We rejoice with those who rejoice and we mourn with those who mourn, right? But also, like like Joaquin mentioned earlier, right? Let's make sure that in whatever we do, if we're doing it for the kingdom, that we are walking with the Holy Spirit and we are listening with we are listening to the to the Holy Spirit's leading. Right. Yes. Let's not get caught up in our emotions and our feelings, or, and, or our thinking and, and, that we're like big, strong, right? You know, warriors. Because sometimes you want to walk into places that God doesn't want us to walk into, and that's not His fault, dude. That's yours. So let's make sure that we're walking with the Holy Spirit and that we're listening to His leading. That's it. In all we do, and all we do. So thanks for joining us. As always, theoverflowpodcast.com is where you can catch, uh, subscribe, catch all the links and everything. As always, thank you. We love you. Uh, I'm Joaquin. I'm still Jake. And this is the Overflow Podcast at the Overflow, overflowpodcast.com. Till next week, y'all.